Welcome to the Align Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Kerslake, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Align Business, where we help online service providers scale to sustainable six and seven figures with their online businesses. All right, so welcome back to the Align Business Podcast. I am here today to have a really big episode, honestly. This is something that has shifted in my business over the last year as far as something that has been a potential possibility in my mind. And now it is officially something that is going to be happening. I am going to be the only person in my business. I am officially going solo for the first time since I started my business um, and took it full time in 2016. I think even then I had a virtual assistant for a little bit, but I did go solo by 2017. And yeah, but after that, I was growing my agency. I had contractors. As the coaching business started growing, I brought on employees. And it has been me and team for a really long time. And this is going to be a huge shift. So today I'm here to talk about the decision to do this, where I'm at, where the industry is at, and I'm just opening up all the behind the scenes of going solo in my business for the time being. So right now, my only plans are to bring on an assistant eventually. I will probably be doing this in the next couple months just as I get my bearings into being the person doing the doing in the business again. So I want to step back a little bit first here and look at the industry as a whole. So I have been seeing a theme of these quote-unquote big coaches, course creators, and, and people who have grown these group coaching programs. A lot of my friends who have grown really massive and successful programs really stepping back from having these huge teams. I feel like there was a trend, and not even a trend, but just this like air of this is how it's done, quote unquote, in the industry where if you wanted to scale your coaching business, you needed to train other coaches to do what you were doing so that you weren't the person doing all of the one-on-one or doing all of the coaching. And I feel, and this doesn't this doesn't have to be true for everybody, but definitely in my circles, it was something that everybody was doing. We were hiring teams, we were hiring co-coaches, we were hiring people to support inside of the business so that we could step back and be the CEOs. And what ended up happening is that we became managers of these huge teams, these teams that had operations people, that had coaches, that had sales people, that had marketing people, that had designers, that had all of these team members doing the doing. And we turned into people who were then managing team rather than people who were doing what we were meant to be doing instead of doing our zone of genius. I definitely feel over the last couple years as I've been having other coaches inside of the business, this has been something that has been happening. I, You're handing off the actual coaching. And so I was having a lot of freedom and flexibility. Um, But in this last year, actually like a year ago, right around now, I took on a couple one-on-one clients. And I got back into the day-to-day of coaching one-on-one clients, and I freaking loved it. And I love it. I still love it. I still have these clients. And I now have five one-on-one clients. And 
it has been a joy to be in the nitty gritty of people's businesses again, coaching and working with them and holding their hands through different nuances and experiences. And this is something that while in our academy program, I was there to coach people, our one-on-one conversations were with the coach inside of our program. And so we had coaches for a long time and things have really just shifted. I feel like the big coaches that I was talking about and people with these big programs, I've heard of so many people either shutting down their programs or letting go their team so that they are like scaling back and coming back to what is true for them. And I feel like I held on there for a while and this is really my time where I'm also doing the same thing. I'm really coming back to center what I want to be doing moving forward. And I'm going to be coaching completely in the business and doing all the doing. I'm going to be doing our YouTube uploading and note taking and everything and our support emails. It's going to be crazy. I'm weirdly looking forward to it. But here's really what I think has happened. Like in the industry, in the coaching industry and online business, There has been a huge influx since the pandemic. So more and more people are moving online. They have been growing their businesses, and there have been more options than there ever have in the past for people to join programs, for people to get coached. And I love that people are getting coached, and this is something that is becoming more mainstream. I really love that. And people become more discerning. People's desires have shifted. Now there's not just these you know, handful of programs that are doing things, there's a lot of options. And so people are expecting, rightfully so, a high caliber of support inside the programs that they are investing in. So I think that this is really making the people that want to be doing this rise up into things that they haven't been doing before, things that maybe they were allowed to let slide a little bit because the industry wasn't as crowded. And now people are like, no, like we expect this super high level of coaching, of programming, of work. And I think it's pretty awesome. And so it just has been elevated, right, over the past couple of years. And people, I also feel, at least in my circles, have been less worried about scaling to a big money number and really interested in making sure that they're living aligned lives, which, duh, has always been our focus here in living in alignment. But I feel like it has come to a new way of being for the people that I've been around. Like that philosophy has like now become something that people are absolutely choosing instead of just trying to hustle towards building these big businesses or getting to a million dollars or $10 million and that being like the biggest driving factor for their lives. Like people are like, no, I need to take care of me first. And I am not interested in building this huge business necessarily. I am interested in growing something that is going to support my life, that is going to support the investments that I want to be making that are going to fuel my future life, which I'm going to be getting into. But yeah, things have definitely shifted. And not only do people, they have more options. I think people that are running programs are coming back and centering what is important for them in a unique way, which is really beautiful to see. And with that, they're letting go their team members because that 
growing that coaching business at that scale is not what is necessary anymore. And I feel like I've come to my final place where I really want to be doing the coaching inside of my business. And as we were this entire year, the way that we were running the academy, it was like, I probably could have done it as far as the numbers went, but also my personal life was very crazy. If you aren't following me on Instagram, I'm just going to give you a little behind the scenes of this last year. So we moved in January. I'd ended up in the hospital with pneumonia twice. I got diagnosed with asthma. I was consistently sick for probably about nine months before I found out that I had asthma. And that was what was causing all of my breathing issues and sicknesses. And so I finally got that managed. And as soon as I got that managed, my oldest son, Carter, was diagnosed with autism. And so he was being kicked out of his daycares because of some just issues that he was dysregulated and rightfully, and the daycares couldn't support his needs. And that just is how it is with this diagnosis. And he needed some different kinds of support. So I was, there was, a, we were trying to shift to a different daycare That daycare didn't work out as well. So we realized daycares just weren't what was going to work out. So I was doing a lot of parenting while and not really being able to work at the same time just because my son needed support. And so having a team member and having that support on the other side was imperative to the business continuing to run. And at this point, we finally have solid childcare. We have a full-time nanny Carter is in therapy every single day, and he has that support. He has one-on-one teachers now and just like the most lovely team that is supporting him with his needs. Colt, my littlest, has the full-time nanny. She's driving them to and from all the places. And so I finally am in this place where like, I am healthy. I have full-time childcare, reliable full-time childcare, because we did go through a situation with a nanny that was not very reliable. And it just is all coming to this point where I'm feeling like it is time for me to take it on again. And I feel like I have that capability to actually be doing that. So I'm excited. And it is also a big shift. (laughs) And I'm also going to be really honest here that it is financially driven as well. I'm going to, I think I have some notes here. Yeah, this is actually my next note. So I had six full-time employees at one point and 11 contractors in the agency. And so that was 17 people to manage. And I had a payroll of $25,000 a month at one point, which literally like having to pay payroll and pay the contractors because I had contractors even outside of my employee payroll. And then just the regular expenses of the business. Like we had to keep up such a high enrollment rate in order to make things work. And that put a lot of pressure on me doing the marketing and the sales to make sure that we had enough students in order to pay payroll. And I feel like that shouldn't be the energy that the coaching program is coming from, I feel like it should be so easy to pay payroll and the right people should be coming in when they want to, when it feels aligned. And I felt this pressure to enroll more people in order to keep my team 
supplied with their incomes. And so that was just this like weird misalignment that I didn't realize was happening probably until the second. (laughs) I just know that the energy that I want is like so freeing and I don't care if people come in or not. Obviously, I care that we're making sales, but in every individual conversation, I really just want the best for that person. And if it is coming into the business, it's coming into the business. If it is going elsewhere, it's going elsewhere. And that is the energy that I love to support from and sell from. And that wasn't happening when I had that massive payroll. And so my nervous system just literally couldn't take it. And so last September, I actually did end up letting go most of my team. This past May, I guess it's been over a year now, I ended up shutting down the agency or pausing it after a couple key team members decided to leave the company and I was about to give birth. We finished up the projects that we had going on and I put the agency on pause. So no contractors there. And I was left with one full-time employee going into this year. And That actually felt really good. We had a really good rapport. We were ready to tackle the business together. I was hoping that the business would be growing to easily support the finances of paying both of our salaries and the expenses of the business. And this year has just been a little different than I had expected as well. And I shifted into a revenue share model, which is definitely a dip in the revenue in order to see the potential future growth, which has definitely been happening, which is really cool. But at the end of the day, like the amount that we were growing was enough to sustain us, but it wasn't allowing us to have much profit in the business. It was like we were breaking even every single month and that just felt stressful. And I just was at a point where it's I could the amount of students that we had, I could personally take on. And so it just financially didn't make sense to have two full time coaches in the business when it was something that I could personally be doing. And so this was a discussion that me and my team member were having most of the year. It didn't really get to a point until I went to a conference this past month. And just my whole intuitive being was just like, it is time, it is time, it is time to really take the reins back into my own control for the business. And so I actually broke down (laughs) on one of our team meetings. I just like burst into tears because I didn't really expect this to be happening. And I just was like, you know what? Like it is time. It's not going to happen immediately, but it's going to happen in the next like month or two. And That was that. And so we had a call the next week where we really talked about the plan of transitioning. And now we have an official plan where by the end of October, I am going to be completely solo. And we have this month to really transition and, and make a nice offboarding for my employee to meet with all of the students one on one and make sure that they are really supported as we go through this transition as well. So that is that's my story of employees. So I definitely learned a lot. And I'm glad that I had these experiences. And my nervous system is feeling so peaceful, knowing that it's just going to be me for a while. Like I only have to be worrying about me. And this is something that as you're growing your business, you really have to be ready to take on 
the emotional toll that having employees has in your business. And that was something that I didn't necessarily understand only having contractors before. And so these are all experiences now that I get to support our clients with. A lot of them have employees. A lot of them have contracted team members. And this is something I know very in-depth now (laughs) that I'm able to support with. And at the same time, I get to be very in alignment with what I'm wanting and needing at this season of my life and business. And I get to take it all under my own wings. And so it's feeling like a big relief right now. And so the next thing that I'm really looking forward to now that it is just me is that I'm focusing on wealth building instead of just scaling my business to scale. And so really focusing on the profit that the business is bringing in and then how I'm personally using that profit to invest in assets that are then going to support my future life. So whether that is investing in retirement, that is investing in stocks, that is investing in real estate, this was something that as I was growing my business, I didn't have much profit because I was always, I was paying myself a good salary, but the actual profit of the business, there wasn't much because I had such a high expense with team and with overhead in general And so this is something that I actually get to prioritize now that I'm starting at the ground zero and building up from there. So that's something that I'm excited about. And if you have not read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and you are interested in building wealth and getting like building and buying assets, whether that is stocks, whether that is real estate, whether that is buying other businesses, I would definitely read that book because that's going to be a really cool understanding of how to actually build wealth instead of just building your business to a certain revenue point. And with this, I'm also really looking forward um, to like having, okay, sorry, I'm in my notes here. So I guess before I really had this mindset because the business was doing so well that like I could always go out and create more money. And that is definitely true. That is a mindset that I want to continue to have. And I also want to make sure that it is not impeding the profit of my business. And because I felt like there was always more out there, I could always go make more money. I wasn't necessarily looking at my numbers and seeing if the investments that I were was making were smart investments and that they were fueling the profit in the future that I wanted to have. It was more like, oh, yeah, sure, we have enough money for the next several months in order to do this thing. And I would go make a big investment, whether that is hiring a new team member or investing in a mastermind or a coaching program or Facebook ads, and it would be fine. But that is all money that could have been spent supporting the wealth building that is now a priority and goal for my life. And I'm not mad that I did what I did, but looking back at it, if I had the knowledge that I have now, I definitely would have been making better choices. Not even better choices, different choices, because there's not better or worse here. But I I would have been making different choices And this is something I'm looking forward to being able to make and like really building my financial aptitude over the next, as long as I'm in business. (laughs) I'm really excited to like dive more into my finances and focus on my financial literacy as I grow and venture into businesses outside of the online world. And 
So I'm going to talk about the dream business structure that I have for now. And so when I went to Dallas, I also, this was the first conference that I'd been to this entire year. And if you know me, I go to a lot of conferences. I probably tried to go to four or five a year, even when I had kids. And so just going to one in a whole year was like, I was stifled. (laughs) I was stifled to get out of my office and meet some other business people in person. And so it gave me time to dream. And I said, if I could, this is something I actually love asking people when they're thinking about their investments. If you could wave a magic wand and have your dream life and business situation, like what would that look like? And for me, it did look like me taking on everything for me having a smaller business, for me doing revenue share with the clients that I'm working with, for me being more in it with the clients that I'm working with. And it really meant like me coaching again in the bigger sense, taking over all of the coaching and having a smaller business that was just really profitable and supporting my life without the stress. And that felt so freeing and so good. And so when I really thought about it, what I am wanting to grow into, and it's pretty much already there, is that I want to have five one-on-one clients, which I already have. I'm fully booked for one-on-one. And then I want 20 students inside of the academy. And we have seven spots available right now. So we're getting close to having that full 20. And yeah, like Academy still does get one-on-one with me. They get bi-weekly check-ins and they get my support on the coaching calls. But when you're working with me one-on-one, you actually get unlimited access to me um, on Voxer and you can book unlimited one-on-one calls. And so that's the difference there. With the Academy, they also get some one-on-one. It's when they start the program, we go and do your aligned business plan and set you off with that action plan. And then in the check-ins, we make sure that you are on track. We answer any questions. We like dig into different ideas that you're having, and we will update that business plan as we're going. And so that one-on-one isn't on a call, but it is going to... in. It's not currently, but when I'm doing it, it'll be in Slack. So we can voice memo and we can text back and forth about what's going on in your business. So that's still one-on-one, but I could probably take on, I know I can take on 20 students doing that and then having our weekly group calls. And so that 20 students in the academy and five students as one-on-one clients feels like the most perfect beautiful mix for me right now. So if you have been wanting to work with me, please apply for the Academy because that is going to be the only thing that you can do. And I am assuming that having only 20 spots, we're going to be getting to a wait list pretty soon. So if that is something that you are wanting to do, why don't you grab one of these last couple spots and we can chat and see if it's a good fit for you. Yeah, that's going to be the structure of the business and it feels really good. I am going to also be relaunching Supportive Sales School, which is our um, sales program. It might be tweaked a little bit. So this was actually, I'm going to probably break this down in another podcast episode, but I had a failed launch and I had a failed pre-sell of a launch, which means I'm going through my process and I'm validating my offer and it didn't validate. So I'm going to do what I do and revalidate it in different 
that taking what I learned from this last launch and I'm going to relaunch it and see if it validates this next time. So I'm hoping that I can launch Supportive Sales School. I might name it something different. I'm wondering if that was one of the reasons why it wasn't selling. And I'm also hoping to open a digital download shop. So I have so many downloads and workbooks and workshops and all of these things just like sitting in my computer. And I'm actually just going to open up a shop and allow them to be purchased for different investments. And that feels really exciting. So I don't think it'll be like this huge moneymaker, but it'll be something that like if people need to go make their ideal schedule, they have a little training and guide to go make that happen. Just all of these things that we have for our students purchased like one off. So yeah. So I am almost through my notes here. The last thing, and I feel like I went over this. I am just betting that you're asking, Kelsey, you have always been a huge proponent of team and now you don't have one. What's going on? (laughs) And I think I explained this. This is just for a right now. And it's really me resetting and figuring out what's next. I know that the actual doing of the business is something that I will be able to handle. I will be bringing on an assistant. But for right now, I'm really wanting to be that only coach. And that feels really aligned. So this is like a temporary reset and a place where I'll be able to just form what is next without having to worry about other people as I'm growing and scaling, which was definitely something that like my entire business relied on other people. And so I was always considering everyone else as I was growing my business. And that is not going to be the case anymore. So it'll be in a weird way, pretty refreshing to be able to just do what I need to do for me, for the business. And yeah, that'll that'll be it. That's everything. <laughs> Let me know what questions you have. If you want me to dive into anything deeper, you can reach out to me at Kelsey Kerslake on Instagram. And I'm so happy to chat through all of this and yeah, answer any questions that you have. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Welcome to the Align Business Podcast with your host, Kelsey Kerslake, CEO and founder of The Align Business, where we help service providers and entrepreneurs scale to sustainable six figures with their online businesses. Hope you enjoy the show.